Hello, it's a great day in the school district of Beloit, and welcome to another episode of SDB in the Spotlight. I'm your host, Monica Cristopa, along with Maria Acevedo. Hello, everyone. Glad we are both here, but we also have a very special introduction to do before we introduce our guest today. I'd like to share with our listeners that we have a new student intern producing our show. I'd like to welcome Luca Kovac. He is a senior in the PACMES Academy at Beloit Memorial High School. We're happy to have you here today, Luca. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, that's good. And so far, so good. It looks like you've got everything set to go for the next 20 minutes or so. So thank you. Thanks, Luca. We're glad you're here. And today we have our special guest to um, Corey Tucker, interim CEO of HealthNet of Rock County. She's going to be joining us to talk about their very successful program, Steal a Smile. Welcome to the podcast, Corey. Thank you very much. This is my first podcast. That's awesome. We're glad to have you here. Um, but before we get into the Seal a Smile program, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at HealthNet? Absolutely. Um, so first and foremost, I have been a dental hygienist for, ooh, I hate to say it, about 27 years now. <clears throat> so dental's definitely my first priority she in anything that I do. started when she was five. I know, I know. <laughs> um, so I am the dental clinic director at HealthNet and also the chief strategy officer. And as you said previously, um, the new interim CEO at HealthNet. So basically That's my- That's a lot of titles for one person to have. <laughs> it is. They're just titles. You know, okay. it just- it just means doing things, right? Correct. So um, basically, I work with the community in collaborations on events, um, you know, partnerships, uh, anything that can help students, uh, residents receive health care. Um, of course, uh, Seal Smiles, the dental focus on things, um, working with grants, working with uh, organizations that help support uh, health care for residents of Rock County. So can you tell us a little bit more about HealthNet itself, what services mm -hmm. you guys offer and how people can access these services? Yes, absolutely. So uh, HealthNet of Rock County, we service individuals that live in Rock County. So that first and foremost is the first thing. You have to be a resident of Rock County, um, which Rock County is expansive. We have some big cities in Rock County. Um, and we mainly focus on those that don't have the ability to have private insurance. Mm -hmm. So that would be Medicaid, state insurance insurance, badger care, it's, it's said many ways, uh, and those that are uninsured. Um, so those that we can establish on a sliding fee scale um, for them to have services at HealthNet. Uh, departments that we have at HealthNet are the behavioral health department. So that takes the mental aspect of those, you know, full body aspect of what we need for our mental health. Uh, the dental clinic, of course, and the medical clinic. Um, the behavioral health clinic and the dental clinic both accept Medicaid or the state insurance and the uninsured. And the medical department is uninsured solely. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. yep. So, you know, I'm thinking even after the pandemic and mm -hmm. during the pandemic and some people not returning to work because the business mm -hmm. they were working at closed and looking for employment. Did you see an uptick in the people in Rock County who needed access to medical mental health services and dental services yeah. Yeah, who weren't insured yeah. or had minimal insurance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we definitely saw that uptick. And I would say with the recent uh, ending of the, the concurrent enrollment on Medicaid, 
Medicaid that ended in May, we definitely saw those that did not qualify for Medicaid anymore and were uninsured. Mm. You know, Corey, I do have to say it's nice to see you today because <laughs> full disclosure to our <laughs> listeners, Corey and I used to work together, although it seems like a lifetime ago. <laughs> so again, it is so nice to see you in person and to see that you're continuing to do the work um, that benefit those in need the most. Yeah. So how long have you been with HealthNet? Uh, I've been here for two years now. Really? Yeah. And we haven't aged a day since the first no. we met, right? No, so, I'm saying that. And so far, our <laughs> listeners don't don't know because this is just they can't see us but they can right. hear us so that's good well you know you've talked a little bit about your organization mm-hmm. and what you do within that organization so really what do you enjoy most about the people that you serve and the services that you offer oh my goodness uh I'm a service occupations individual. So first and foremost, I'm clinical. So when I started off in dental hygiene, uh, you know, I enjoyed a plan of what we were supposed to do, uh, but I'm definitely an out-of-the-box person. Mm -hmm. And for me, that means... Uh, running programs and and using my ability of what I know with dental hygiene and mm-hmm. and more of a um, medical dental integration, which is mm-hmm. what we run in our clinic. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those that don't know what medical dental integration is, that's basically like doctors working with dentists, nurses, sharing that information, uh, therapists for the mental health aspect so that we are able to full body care for the individual and mm. be able to, to share that information on what is their best therapy, treatment, whatever that might be. Mm. And years ago, when I was in hygiene school, we never talked about something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was we never learned about uh, reaching out to a pediatrician uh, to see if the child had fluoridated water or, mm. you know, medications or anything like that. So I feel like the best thing, repeat the end of your question, Monica. The best thing is what you really enjoy most about that in your passion. Um, So I would say it's the ability for me to be able to use my knowledge and provide those services that's best for the individual, like treating them like an individual. You know, what's interesting about that Um, in traditional medicine or wherever, um, the patient is responsible for connecting Mm -hmm. those dots. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe I should let my dentist know that I have a heart problem, or maybe I should let my medical provider know, whatever. But it sounds to me like when people enter your clinic, you, your Mm -hmm. organization takes responsibility in helping that patient connect. Yeah. So I even think about when I'm going to the doctor myself mm-hmm. and how stressful that can be. Yes. And, you know, even when I get into the dental chair to have my own <laughs> teeth looked at and worked on, you know, there's a level of stress. Mm-hmm. And um, in public health, we we definitely say silos to care. Mm-hmm. Um, that's public health. There are silos to that health care, which means uh, do we go around that? What do we do to, to get to that care? And I feel like there are so many stressors that are in life right now with so many aspects, no matter what your your age is, that we as clinicians and as an organization, if we're able to take those stressors out and, and break through those silos to care, um, that is going to be what's most appreciated by the families. And that might mean a little bit of, I, I do call it hand-holding, 
And that's okay. You know, we, we sometimes need to, to guide into how can we complete treatment plans or how can we get care? And, and so, yeah, we, we definitely do that. That's definitely a focus of mine. Well, that's kind of a nice segue into the Seal of Smile mm-hmm. program, which I see as you working collaboratively with families um, for dental health care mm-hmm. to be delivered to their children. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about Seal of Smile. Mm-hmm. And your relationship with the school district, yeah, and how that um, service is delivered, sure, free, yeah, we'll say yeah. free, too. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, boy, I'm going to be very long winded here. That's on what okay. Seal of Smile is okay. So, um, first and foremost, Seal of Smile is a collaboration between Department of Health Services, so DHS, uh, Delta Dental, and Children's Health Alliance of Wisconsin. So, because of those three organizations who support the clinician services, this is how we can provide that care. Um, So um, we are a government sanctioned program, which means that in Wisconsin, there are many seal of smile programs. We all operate on the same guidelines, infection control methods. Um, We have meetings. We uh, collaborate with each other to make sure we're providing the same care within our our different groups of hygienists, say, that are going out. Um, So we definitely have to abide, and we should be abiding, to strong infection control techniques, especially after COVID, um, Mm -hmm. you know, to assure um, families that we're taking care of their child just like they were ours, right? Um, So basically, um, I would say the, the, the framework of Seal of Smile is a hygienist, Uh, generally has her dental assistant with her or a couple helpers. Uh, We go into the school and we aim for three visits during that school year. So right now, like we call this fall visits, and then we have winter and spring, of course. Um, So it's proven that we can prevent a third of cavities in baby teeth if we can supply that varnish to the tooth consistently. So in a three month range. So if we go in the fall and then we apply varnish again in the winter and the spring, that will carry them over to the fall visit again. Um, That is our aim for this to be a preventive program. Um, Along with that, we really want to make sure that the children are receiving comprehensive care. So comprehensive care means we want them to have a dental home. Um, Dental home means that they have a place that they have been to within the last year, um, getting x-rays if the dentist prescribes that, getting the teeth clean, polish, looking for those cavities, you know, on that very scientific model. Um, so when we're in the school, so we're, meaning a hygienist, um, we're looking to see if there's anything very obvious that's going on um, that could be early decay potential. Um, so what that would mean is as hygienists do not diagnose, but we have a good idea of what's you know occurring. Um, we can say we see something happening here, um, a hole in the tooth, say, um, dark stain, something that looks like it shouldn't be there. Or if the child reports that there's pain or we see sign of infection, which some families or kids will indicate like a pimple mm-hmm. on their gum line. Um, so that's generally an abscess. Um, so we can put that on a paper to the family who maybe the child hasn't said anything to the family about that. You know, it's just interesting how they, they talk to us and think of something, right? right. And how often would a family, 
a, like a mom or dad for saying eight, nine, 11, 12, you, know, you name it, um, pull out their lips and actually see if there's something on the child's gum. You know, mm-hmm. you, you generally don't do that, you know, because they're generally brushing on their own. Um, so we can indicate that to families that we're seeing an issue. Um, and, and I would say probably 99% of families appreciate that, right. you know, because everybody's busy. Families are working and kids are going to sports and they're doing tons of things. So we can indicate that for them. Um, we apply the varnish. And that's the fluoride. And that helps harden those areas that are starting to become soft, like a, you know, beginning of something potentially. Mm -hmm. Um, On that form that goes home with the child, we indicate where they can go to for comprehensive care. So if they already have a dentist, that's wonderful. Take that form with them, whether it said, you know, we saw something or we didn't. Um, but particularly if we see something, take that form to your dentist. Um, if you're uninsured, we can help you. You know, what's nice about that? Again, I'm going to stress this. It's free. Mm -hmm. The dental hygienist and assistants or aides come right to the school. Yeah. There's just one simple step that a parent or gardening has to do is complete that form. Mm -hmm. And it's on our website. Maria, where is the Seal of Smile forms located on our website? It should be under our programs because it's one of the programs that we work with. So it's there. And then I know it's been shared out on multiple newsletters, school newsletters, um, our superintendent's newsletter. Mm -hmm. So we have been sharing that out everywhere. So um, at this point, I recommend people, please, please, please go to our website, Mm -hmm. click under programs. You'll see Seal of Smile. Click there. Oh, it's beautiful site, by the way. (laughs) a wonderful job. Take great pride. It's really wonderful. There's a video on there also. Thank you. You and did you, share Yes. And you can click on the closed captioning and there's an option for Spanish in there too. Perfect. Yeah. That's Perfect. awesome to know. That is mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. So you touched on it a little bit, but mm-hmm. why is dental care so important for children and how does it affect classroom learning? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you look up on the CDC website on dental cavities or caries, uh, it is the most common chronic childhood disease mm. that's out there um, and for the children in the United States. Um, by the age of Eight, I believe, 50% of children have had a cavity in their mouth. Um, That's a dentist-diagnosed cavity that needs to be taken care of. One of the common misconceptions of a a cavity in a baby tooth is, oh, it will just fall out. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It'll fall out. I have heard that. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. And, 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 and if I didn't have a dental degree, maybe I would think the same thing too. But um, the reality is, is that baby tooth, depending on where it is in the mouth, stays in there till they're about 12. So it needs to hold that space. So that permanent tooth that will erupt at some point knows where to go to, where to follow. Otherwise it kind of gets lost. Um, that will up the, the, the chances of needing to have orthodontics and braces, you know, which can be expensive to, to families, especially if insurance isn't covering that. Um, but if there's infection, um, like especially down below into the gum line, that can affect that new tooth that's coming in that permanent tooth. There's an infection there sitting on the other tooth because when you're born, maybe you didn't know this, but you could Google it, I'm sure. When you're born, you have two sets of teeth that need to erupt. Um, So if you get an infection on a baby tooth that is sitting on top of an adult tooth that's forming. So, you know, of course, that can create issues. Um, But children that have 
uh, dental issues are the ones that tend to miss school the most also. Um, we've had over the years, I mean, I've been in the Seal Smile program for, oh goodness, 15, 17 years, somewhere around there. And we've had children that families have reported that once, you know, thanking us, once they go to the dentist, they didn't even know that that was causing them problems. They said they're missing school. You know, it's a, think of it, it's a, I mean, I've had maybe one toothache and a, like a wisdom tooth when I was younger. And boy, I'll tell you, I couldn't think about anything else. So right. I can't imagine if you have a lot of cavities in your mouth and things bothering you, how that affects your eating and just concentrating in class, which is something that we shouldn't be challenging the students with. You know, they should be in class concentrating on what's occurring. So thank you for that. That's very um Great information for our families mm-hmm. to know, and hopefully they take advantage of the Seal of Smile program. Um, do you want to share with us anything else about the importance of medical, mental, or dental care? I think, uh, you know, we, we in society right now, we're, we're having a hard time finding time for ourselves. And I think we have to remind ourselves that it is okay to say you need help with something, whether that's a mental aspect or... Um, you know, if you have a tooth that's bothering you, you're not going to be judged by going in and getting something taken care of. We have a lot of people coming in with medical, dental, uh, mental health issues that they're embarrassed. Um, and, and I guess I understand that. But that is why we're there. That's why clinicians do those jobs that they do is to help you. That's really what we're there for. Um, we're not going to judge you. We want to take care of you. and We love nothing more than solving issues and problems and concerns. And we love when we have one person from a family come in or a student, and then the family decides that they want to come in also. Wow. And you know, one of the things we need to mention too, is you are right on the bus line from Beloit. You get on the bus, you can take it right to Janesville and there is a stop right at your clinic. Sure is. Yep. It's right down the street for employee parking. Correct. So for if, again, you're coming into the schools for this tooth assessment, look at, get Mm -hmm. those sealants on, have our kids um, smiling and feeling Mm good. Um, But then if there's follow-up care that's needed and you are uninsured or Mm -hmm. you are participating on some type of insurance, like you said, Medicaid, Mm -hmm. Badger Care, you accept all of that and the uninsured. So it's available. Well, we're going to put you a little bit on the spot now, Corey. Good. We like to ask our guest a couple of questions to wrap it up. You're almost done and you've done really good. I love this. Really good information. (laughs) What is one book you would recommend everybody should read? Okay. Um, Well, this is going to be my favorite book and favorite movie. So I'll add that caveat to this. Because Maureen always likes to think about whether we've read the book or have seen the movie. Yeah. A couple of them we have so far. So I have the rule with myself that if it's a book made into a movie, a novel into a movie, I have to read the book first. Yes. Um, So favorite book and movie is going to be my answer here. And it is Memoirs of a Geisha. That came out in 2005. Um, Steven Spielberg was the producer. Uh, and is it about a young Japanese uh, girl who her, her family was poor, impoverished, and they sold her off to a geisha house. And geishas in Jap- Japan are the, the beautiful uh, uh, white painted face and their hair is done up and they have flowers and cherry blossoms. Yeah, and it is 
it's just an amazing visual movie, a little hard at times to take, um, but it really tells the story well. And um, it was one of those that when I read the book, I envisioned the movie the way that it is. And I love that how, when that happens um, and just just beautiful. So many Steven Spielberg did a wonderful job with it. I did not see the movie. Okay. I did read the book. Mm-hmm. I will add that there are two sisters. Yes. And one yep. has a path that leads yep. her one way and one has a path that leads her another. Yeah. But now I'm... I, Monica, honestly, you have to watch it. I'm going to watch it because yeah. I did... the. It is... The book is a wonderful journey mm-hmm. of that life. And also the way in which they wrap their feet so they do not grow. Yeah. There's just some very intro... And I don't know if they still continue that I cultural. believe they do. And in, in not as much, much? but oh. they still do. Yes. So, okay. That is a very good yeah. book. So thank you for sharing that. And, and now I'm this weekend. Yeah, it's on my list to watch sure. the movie. So can you share with us, because we are a school district, mm-hmm. what one teacher or maybe two teachers or whoever mm-hmm. in your life mm-hmm. really made an impact mm-hmm. um, yeah. on you? So I would say one that really stands out. So I am a Clinton High School graduate. I lived in the Beloit out in the country, but went to Clinton High School. And there was a teacher, my second grade teacher, uh, Miss Judy Stoney, and she is retired at this point, has been for years. Uh, and every once in a while, we'll still reach out to each other or I hear of her. But uh, she was like my mom at school, Aww. if that makes sense. And one really standout point, and I remember like it was yesterday, Um I enjoyed her so much because she talked to me. I was a little bit of a social butterfly. You know, no. you find that hard to believe, Monica, <laughs> but I was what they called a social butterfly. And um, she was very patient with me. I think I was a good student, but I talked a lot. And she one day um, called on me and I felt so close to her because she would talk to me and, and just listen to me. I said, Mom. Oh, you did. right. I didn't say Mrs. Stoney. <laughs> I said, Mom. And it came out of my mouth. And I can remember the students. Now, this is second grade. So years ago, but I can still see them turning around in the class and like laughing at me. Right Hi. now, things like that can be, you know, traumatic for you as you think mm-hmm. back. But I I turn it into a very positive because she used that as a time to talk to the other students and say, now, Corey feels so comfortable being here and I'm so appreciative for her. Mm -hmm. She called me mom and I have my own kids, she said, and she came over and gave me a hug and she really taught the other students that you know what, if you think of me and accidentally call me mom, that is okay because that means I'm doing my job. And so it just, it could have been a very embarrassing thing. And for momentarily it was, but she turned it into this real positive learning experience. And yeah, I think, I think you better let her know you did this podcast <laughs> and she's going to be on it. If she's still in the area, well, she you can is. listen to it anywhere. Yeah, I, I will have to, you know, you we too. have Facebook Messenger. Oh. I'll reach out to her. So that's awesome. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. You're story. welcome. So we're getting ready towards the conclusion of our time today. Um, Is there one question you wish we would have asked you and how would you Mm. have answered it? Mm -hmm. Um, I 
would have liked you to ask me about any funny experiences with Seal Smile or something that that has happened. And I can think of a few fun things. So in Seal Smile, we place sealants for the little plastic coverings of the grooves, the biting surface of the back teeth if we can. And it's a little bit of a process. It's an explanation process. And I can remember that there was this student that he kept looking up to me like he wanted to say something. And he was like in second grade. And he looked up at me and he goes, I want to say that you're pretty. (laughs) And I didn't expect it. And this was, you know, years ago, too. But he, you know, and I was just like, oh, thank you. And he goes, you're very welcome. My mom's pretty, too. (laughs) And um, I can, you know, children, when it's Valentine's Day, they bring us Valentine's when you're in the school. They give us candy, which is hilarious, bringing candy to dental people. That's fine. We have candy also. Um, And just, you know, kids say the darndest things, right? right? And there was this one in my last part of this, there was this one student who who walked into the, the classroom that I was in and we had like this um, unoccupied room and that's where we had set up our, our items. And he walked up to me and he had a paper and the paper was ripped in half. And he like looked at he and, and he's like, my little sister drew all over this, but can you still read it? Because I want to come in and see you. And there was like <laughs> all these funny. like little paint drops and stuff on there. And he was so super concerned that he was going to miss out. And I thought, I don't know. I thought it was wonderful, you yes. know, that he still brought it. And yeah. I know we've had other times where kids have given it to other hygienists and said, don't even ask what happened to this paper. It's all wrinkled and like, looks like the dog ate it. Right. Yeah. You know, but it's, we figure it out, but just, you know, some fun times. It's, it's a serious thing to prevent cavities, right. Or to help prevent cavities, but we do have fun with it and we enjoy our time with the kiddos. So I'm glad you asked yourself that question. I am too. I am too. <laughs> Thanks for being here today, Corey. Um, we're so glad you took time to meet with us and then just share a lot about health net, seal a smile. Again, if parents are wanting to, um, get their kids signed up for this. Again, the form is on our website, Mm -hmm. on our newsletters. And if they need paper forms, please reach out to your school nurses or health room assistants. They should have them as well. Yep. Well, thank you again, Corey. Thank you so much. I'm sad this is done. This was a lot of fun. We'll have you back at the end of the year when you've gone through the three sealants and we'll see how it went this year. That sounds wonderful. Good. Well, And also, Luca, we want to thank you. How was your first podcast with us? Uh, Thank you for asking. It's been really nice and I really enjoyed the experience. Um, Well, now you're stuck with us a whole year, so I'm glad you like it. Um, So are you going to come back next week? I will definitely be back next week. Oh, that's great. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Again, we will be back with Luca and Maria with another episode of SDB in the Spotlight. Please join us. This podcast was brought to you by the School District of Beloit. I'm Luca Kovac, a PACME senior at Beloit Memorial High School and podcast producer. Thank you for joining us and tune in next week for another episode of SDB in the Spotlight.